hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. It's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm in a really goofy ass mood today, hence that intro. (laughs) And so today, you guys, today's topic I'm super excited to talk about. I was a little nervous about it, to be super honest with you, but I had a lot of people when I had asked in my Instagram story um, like a month or so ago, I asked like, what do you want to know more about? And I got a lot of people who asked about my relationship with tarot cards. Well, it was specifically around crystals and ritual and things like that, which we'll go into in other episodes. But I was thinking about, you know, I really enjoyed having that episode we did a while back where I was just kind of talking about my life and telling some stories and stuff like that. It was just like a little break between some of the like tasky related episodes that we tend to do and it's still for me I love storytelling the art of storytelling is one of my favorite things to do quite honestly because we all pull pieces of knowledge from stories and they all impact each each of us very differently so um, I like that a lot it's one of my favorite ways to speak in general so um, today I'm going to tell you a story about my relationship well several stories but about my relationship with tarot cards. So before you tune out and you're like, fuck that shit, I don't want to know, I'm not interested, just know that like this is basically just my own experience, some information because um, I've been actually studying tarot for almost a year now actually um, with someone who's been using this and doing this very in a skilled sense but also in a very intuitive sense She's been doing it for over 30 years, I think, close to it. A long time, let's put it that way. Um, So I'm basically just going to tell you about my first experience, especially because it's so interesting. And a lot of people ask me like, well, how did you even start to be interested in this? And it's just a really random, of course, not random (laughs) occurrence that happened. How old am I? 32? Um, like, so 12 years ago, um, something like that, 11 years ago. So sit down, grab your cup of coffee, and let's tell some stories, okay? <laughs> you guys, I'm so silly today. Uh, you guys, I'm glad you are here for it. So thank you for that. Anyways, okay, so back in the day, I used to sell Party Light. It was like one of, you know, I've told you guys I had like a million jobs all the time when I was in my 20s, um, especially my early 20s. And so when I was like 19, I started selling Party Light candles. And 
it was so like I loved it actually it was super fun and I made a lot of money doing it at the time but I would go and do parties at people's houses and I happened to be invited to do this Halloween themed party like everyone was dressed up in Halloween decorations I had the cutest little Halloween display of candles and it was really fun but the cool part was is like I was downstairs with my candles they had food and I did my little display and my little, you know, presentation or whatever. And upstairs in one of the bedrooms, there was a tarot card reader. And she was doing like 20-minute sessions with people, I believe, something like that. And just enough time to basically see everyone that was there. And then, so I mean, I didn't think anything of it. I'd never even really put any thought to tarot um, other than like I thought it sounded cool. I was a little scared for sure. Um, of it and really nervous and just like unsure. And so let me preface this entire podcast episode by explaining the fact that I was born and raised Catholic and actually thoroughly enjoy a lot of the traditional comforting things about the, tr- the Catholic religion. Um, I am in no way, shape, or form um, worshiping the devil or in cahoots with him by any means. So before you know, you make any preconceived notions or assumptions, I would suggest just listening because I'm going to touch on all of these things. And it's, I believe, Typically, when I have this conversation with people, it tends to be pretty enlightening for them. Um, definitely perspectives that they don't know exist or, shall I say, haven't thought of. So I would really welcome you to stay with me here and let's, you know, one of my biggest purposes, I believe, on this planet is to show people to think outside of their own box and to have more of an open mind. So anyway, back to my story. So it just so happened that she had space for one more person. So the woman that was running the party came down and said, hey, if you want to pack your stuff up, Um, you know, five minutes early, you can go upstairs and get your tarot cards read. And I'm like, okay, like, why not, right? At the time, I remember I was, like, super broke. I had, like, no money. Again, I was 20 years old. Um, And I thought, fuck, like, I don't have 20 bucks. I think it was, like, $20, $25, something. I don't even remember how much I paid her, but I didn't have it. And I just thought to myself, you know what? This, like, everything happens for a reason. So you're going to figure it out just go up there and get your cards read, right? So at the time, I had, well, let me tell you it this way first. So I go into the room, I sit down across the table. I'm shaking, like legitimately shaking. I was so uncomfortable and so nervous. Um, I've also spent the majority of my life up until I was like 28 um, being the strong one. I'm doing air quotes. So I didn't talk a lot about my emotions. And when I did, it tended to be like very passionate and all over the place. And it just, yeah. So flashing back to 20-year-old Jamie, you know, I was a big ball of emotions and had to like be the strong person. And no one knew, right? I had this big wall up. And so uh, I sit down with her. I'm super nervous and just like super guarded, you know. And she starts talking. And I really wish that I could remember I can almost see it in my mind's eye, like that exact experience. And I wish I could remember now that I know the card so well, what exactly she pulled. There's a few cards specifically that I do remember what they meant. Um, And so anyway, like she's like, well, what do you want to know about? And I'm like, oh, you know, I, because at the time I was working in an insurance company, I was in the clerical department and I had this idea to apply for this promotion as a claims rep. And I was like, I'd love to know what's going to happen. You know, if I'm going to get that position, that'd be really cool. And she's like, okay, you know, and she shuffles her cards and she asked me like my birthday. So basically she's never, she knew nothing about me. She didn't know my name even. She asked me for my birthday 
and um, if I was in a relationship, which I wasn't at the time, and that was it. And or if I had any kids, again, no kids. So basically, she shuffles and she draws her cards, and, and she's like, "Okay, well, I see that definitely it's um, going to happen. It's going to be a good move." And she was like, "Is it going to involve travel?" And I was like thinking, holy shit, what? Like, how does she know? Because in order to get licensed in a lot of the states that I had to get licensed in, I had to travel to that state in order to take the test. And so that was a brand new experience for me. And it was definitely going to be part of this new position. And no one even knew that. Like, I hadn't even told my fucking mom about that yet, right? So, okay, I'm immediately like, okay, this might be real. Holy shit, right? And then she looks up at me because she keeps drawing cards and she looks up at me and she goes, well, can we talk about what you really want to talk about? And I was like, what's that? She was like, this relationship, this like love triangle you have going on. And I'm like, what? I'm sorry, what? And then I was like, literally, I like feel the same anxiety right now as I did then. No joke. As I'm telling this story. And so I remember like my jaw probably physically dropped to the table and I was like, okay, yeah. I was like, what about it? And she was like, well, there's two guys. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, one of them. And she like perfectly described the guy that I had was in love with, but I had broken up with. And like looking back now, I don't even know why the fuck I did that. I like have no idea. I was bored. Not bored. I think I was scared of him, quite honestly. But that's another story for another day. I think I was scared of him and I had was about to turn 21 or maybe I just turned 21. I don't know. But yeah, so he was amazing. He was a sweetheart. He treated me like a fucking queen. He like worshipped the ground that I walked on. Um, long story short, we drug that out for a really, really long time. Um, anyways, she like he was from the country and he was just 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 this great human, right? And and um, tall and everything I wanted in a man, right? And so she described him to a fucking T, like to a T. Um, and I was like, whoa. And then she's like, but then there's this other guy who, and the ship or the card that came out had a bunch of swords on it. Um, because he had definitely, him and I had tortured each other through high school, uh, back and forth, done mean shit to each other. Um, but we always had this attraction and he was in the Navy and he lived in California and he had popped up into my mind and I used him as an excuse to end my relationship, not end my relationship, not really, but I used it as an idea in my mind. Well, maybe I want to adventure what this thing is about. This was the story I'm telling myself and my like two best friends. Right. And that's it. No one else knew about that. But like, he was definitely present in my mind for sure. And I think and, – and after I'd broken up with my boyfriend, him and I started talking a bit and stuff like that too. So anyways, something about the coastline came up. Something about a potential trip to California came up and like all these swords and all this navy, like this ship thing, right? So at the time, I didn't know what any of that meant. But basically, it just meant that Brian and I were super toxic for each other, and it was a bad idea. (laughs) So, fact. These are facts, okay? So now, looking back, hindsight, total factual statements. But I remember going, oh my god, okay, I'm totally fucking in. Like, yes, keep talking. I mean, she mentioned Axel, who was like my, my partner in crime at the time, so... I had gotten my dog when I was 18. His name was Axel James, and he was a pit bull lab mix, and he was literally the most human animal I had ever met before I had Mac because he's people on a whole other level too. But Axel was my partner in crime. I literally took him everywhere with me. He was my best 
friend and she mentioned him. She mentioned like how I got him off the side of the road. Like it was crazy. Like how the fuck does this lady know all of these things? Holy monkeys, right? And I remember walking away like mind blown. Like who do I even tell about this, right? Like no one is going to believe me when I tell them that this woman literally perfectly described my situation, not only with my work and the traveling thing, but then these two dudes, right? Holy crap. Now, looking back, I definitely should have like heeded her warning and not gone to California. <laughs> but I did. I went to California and, you know, whatever. It was it was fine. It was fun. I met someone there actually that wasn't my friend that I knew there. And anyways, I actually made one of my very like lifelong friends since then randomly a, a girl I met there. That we've been friends ever since too. So obviously everything happens for a reason. But anyways, looking back, I'm still mind blown by everything that she said. It was so cool. And so I got her business card, you know, and I took the other job, by the way, and it was amazing. And it like taught me so much and it served me in just the ways that she said that it would. And and uh, and I went about my business. A couple of things too that I didn't mention that she talked to me about is we ended up sitting up there for like 45 minutes because she was like, I can tell that you're super open to what I'm saying. So all this stuff is coming through and I just want to keep sharing it with you. Let me preface by the fact that Lisa, who does my readings, she is an amazingly skilled tarot reader, but she's also very psychic and very intuitive. So she sees and experiences things very differently than, you know, not every single tarot reader you're ever going to go to has that skill set and that ability and is that you know, plugged in, but she definitely is. And so she like told me about my spirit animal. She told me about this warrior, um, Viking warrior soul who had like connected himself to me when I was a child. Like she was like, were you really ill as a child? And I'm like, yes, I was sick all the time. My mom wouldn't, dad were taking me to all these specialists and all this stuff and no one could ever figure out what was wrong with me. Huh, that sounds familiar. It's still my experience, but how he had lost a daughter at a young age and so his spirit connected to me back then and he follows me around like he's definitely like there with me all the time and um and I always felt that like I always felt like someone was there I always felt like someone was guiding me in a really really intense way so when she described that like I had tears in my eyes it was so on point and it was it was amazing but anyway um as you can see like none of the things that I'm telling you right now are the devil none of that is evil none of that is bad it is literally just messages coming through a channel and so I remember feeling really excited but then also very comforted and very secure in what she said um, and like there's again very few people I told about that right afterwards um, like I did tell my parents about the Viking warrior and they were like oh my gosh that makes perfect sense too and again, my parents, who are very, very strict Catholics and still are, um, they were just like, wow, like what a cool thing to know that you have this angel. And I'm like, exactly. It's this angel spirit that's with me, right? Um, so very, very cool. Honestly, I felt the presence of that, that man up until I was like probably 25, no joke. And he would come up in different scenarios and different things. But so flashing forward, I took Lisa's business card and then I would go see her I don't know, once a year, every couple of years to the point where like she didn't remember me at all. So flash forward to now and her and I are actually very good friends and she's my teacher in tarot and um, she doesn't remember meeting me. And what I've I've watched her do readings and experienced her um, interacting with other people and she's such a channel in a way that she really doesn't remember what she says. Um, It doesn't, it's not something that she's digesting or like writing down. It's just coming through her. 100%. 
So it's channeling through her, which is really cool. Um, so anyway, it's really nice because when I would go see her, she like would never remember anything about me. And my life changed so dramatically or drastically, I guess I should say, in my early 20s up until like, well, shit, up until last year even, um, that, you know, it was never a question of her telling me something that she could have pulled from what we discussed before. It was always brand new information and it was always so on point. It was like crazy cool how it went. And so um, when I moved back to St. Louis, my friend Crystal asked me if I wanted to do tarot classes with her. She said, you know, I'd really like to explore this more and learn more about how to utilize this as a tool. And um, I wanted to know if you want to do the classes with me. And I was like, yes. And at the time, I just moved back. I was really like needing something to dive into that was my own something new right and so it was perfect um and I've been studying you know I think we have a class like we sit down together like once a month or something like that and I've just expanded upon my knowledge on the history of tarot how it's been used which I'm going to tell you about in a minute um but what's really cool is is that I've been able to then experience reading for myself reading for other people Um, how it kind of channels through me at this point too and learned the difference between the factual side of it and the intuition part um, and how to navigate between the two of those so I can really truly read um, without my own opinions or out without my own biases involved, which has been a really cool experience for me and a test of my own um, self-knowledge and lack of ego and things like that. So what's cool is, is so tarot, people read in all kinds of different ways. So you could go get a 15 minute reading from someone. You could go, you know, and ask nothing and just see what shows up. You could sit down and have and ask a very specific question and dive very deep and get super specific answers. I feel like a lot of times, um, whether we want to hear it or not, it comes through. There have been times that I've literally went to pull a spread for myself or for someone else and I didn't like what I saw. So I shuffled and I shuffled and I shuffled and I shuffled and I shuffled. And then I pulled again and the same fucking cards came out. And there's been friends of mine um, who have been been there to experience that. And it's like they're like, oh my God, did that really just happen? I'm like, oh yeah, I cut the deck like six times. Like there's literally no way other than the fact that like it just can't be a coincidence, right? Um so I really want to talk about the tool and why it's not evil. Um, again, obviously we all are we are all able to make our own decisions and choose what we want to choose, right? So the thing that I want to remind everyone is is that intention means a lot. And intention means a lot across the board in the way that we navigate life and the way that we use any tools that we have. You know, you could use your ability to read a person's emotions or read someone um, or or persuade them with evil intention and then and it be a negative transaction, right? Or you could use that same knowledge and skill set in a positive and beautiful way and really be able to help them and enrich their lives and make their life easier. So I think it's important that we remember that the intention behind the way we do something or the way we use something matters. And it can go either way, um, always, all the time. I mean, like I said before, so I was raised Catholic and I actually do, while I do practice a lot of different types of spirituality these days, I still do love that root. 
And um, there are a lot of parts of it that I find extremely comforting. I mean, it's ritual. It's very, very much so a tradition, and I enjoy that part. And I have a lot of great memories um, of the church growing up with my family. But I will say, and we all know this, at like every religion across the board in all areas of the world, there are negative parts because some people are just negative beings or negative practitioners of anything, right? Um, just like you can have an entrepreneur who shoots out all this quote unquote positivity um, and they're, they have ill intention. They're just looking to make a dollar off of someone and you know those different types of things, their seminars are basically just ways to make people feel like they have to have this $3,000 item or they won't be able to survive tomorrow. You know, um, They're bad people everywhere and every avenue um, of everything, but that doesn't mean that the thing itself is evil. That doesn't mean that the thing itself is bad. So I like to always preface that because I know a lot of the things like that I now practice in my life, um, I I was concerned that was it was going to be taken badly. Like a lot of people think that, you know, the law of attraction and manifestation is voodoo or something. And I'm like, what? Like, no, that's just freaking smart. And it speaks about it in the Bible. Anyway, that's a whole nother rabbit hole we could go down about how much all of this stuff is connected across the board. Like there's a very, very similar line that everyone is like drawing from and no matter what type of tool or spirituality or religion um, the basis is similar in most and it should always be good and it should always be light and it should always be truth and love and compassion Um, and so and honoring each other and the earth and your own thoughts and it if you look deeply, which a lot of people lose sight of this, but it's looking inward. Um, I'm not making this a religious podcast by any fucking means. What I'm talking about is mindset. What I'm talking about is self-development. What I'm talking about is self-awareness, self-respect, self-responsibility. All of those things come from you doing the work on yourself and trusting you, um, which is the purpose, which it gets lost in translation a lot. So back to talking about tarot. So tarot cards are definitely a beautiful tool um, if used properly, that can help guide you, that can help give you a peace of mind or give you some guidance. Um, it's also something you can also use just purely as a fun trick if that's how you so choose to use it. Um, I use it in a way to help guide and help give some answers, help give some insight into what someone may be questioning or wanting to know more information about. And maybe that answer is just, hey, you need to be more patient because the answer's coming. Trust God, trust your angels, trust yourself, and keep doing what you're doing. And maybe it's halt, stop right now, like don't do anything else, this is bad. Or maybe it's, hey, keep your eyes open. Look at this thing. Be be open to spontaneity or travel or, you know, whatever. And, and maybe it's just those types of warnings or information. Um, the thing that most of us tend to also remember, not, or forget, I mean, is... Um, Free will always exists. So you don't pull a tarot card and that means your destiny is written in stone and um, you know, you're know you destined to have this particular good or bad thing that shows up. That's definitely not how it goes. So keep that in mind as well. Um, I just wanted to talk to you. I wish that we this was a talk show and you guys could ask me questions. <laughs> um, so historically speaking, 
so tarot is technically they refer to it as like a playing cards um, especially in Europe when they reached Europe which was in the late 14th century um, they believe that they originally came from Egypt um, that was like there are like drawings and different things in Egypt specifically talking about the different major arcanas which I'll explain in a minute um, but which it's just really cool the history the deep deep history and this was in the churches that's what's also really funny it was used in the churches it was used in um, the courts it was used by the kings and queens and emperors and empresses it was used as a tool um, and then eventually it did get moved into the occult but if you also know the history of religion in Europe, especially there was a time where everything was considered the occult um, that wasn't specifically being hailed down from the Pope, right? Um, which a lot of that was really twisted up and it wasn't really good stuff, actually, unfortunately. That was a bad time. And so um, for all things, and in, in a lot of that was very negative and twisted. But when you look at the history of tarot, I think it's really beautiful. And one of the things that I think is really cool, so just so you know, a lot of people don't know any of this stuff, is there are there are four suits, just like a regular deck of cards. Um, but one is swords, one is wands, one is pentacles, and one is cups. Typically, that's in your, like, Rider Wade is the deck that I use. Um, right now, it's the best deck in most people's opinions to learn from and then you can alter into different decks because a lot of the terminology changes and so it's important to understand the basis of the cards before you shift um, in my opinion and in like my teacher's opinion um, and this is again just the way I've chosen to learn and then there's the 22 major arcanas and so what's cool is there's zero from zero to 21. And so those are your major cards. So the more of them that show up in a spread typically mean more big things that are happening. They're definitely more of like a serious informational piece. Um, and they're everywhere from the fool, which is number zero. It, it, they say it takes you through the fool's lifetime, right? So it's the um, through the fool, through the, the end of his cycle, which is the world. And there's all of these things in between. And they each have such a beautiful meaning and they each have such a beautiful imagery to them um, that I love. And I've really, really enjoyed spending the last year getting really acquainted, I guess you could say, with these people or these these tools, um, these archetypes um, and the meanings behind them. And so the way that I was able to learn this was we went deep into the history then we went deep into the suits and what each suit meant um we talked a lot about numerology because it definitely comes into play a lot um basically the more information that you have about the numbers and suits and time frames and people that they may be representing the easier or easier is for you to offer guidance through the cards to the person you're reading for um, really allow that to come through. And so we learned a lot of that information. But what was nice about my teacher is while we do, I do have a book that we use and stuff um, to reference in the beginning is that as we've gone through, it's more of what do you feel? Like here's what the card typically stands for. What comes through for you? Is there a certain word? Is there a certain person that you think of? Is there a certain event that you think of? And so by being able to attach my own um, interpretations and my own experiences with them intuitively, it gives me an ability to read for people in my own unique way, um, which has been really cool. And being able to learn them is fun. 
so it's just become something really fun that I enjoy and it's something I do a lot um, in the mornings and typically every Monday I'll pull a few cards for myself for the week but I have clients that ask like hey this is going on would you mind pulling some tarot for me or hey I really have this question about this can you pull tarot for me or can you look this up for me and so I use my tarot deck for them it's not something I require or I offer you know hey do you want me to do a tarot reading on my clients by any means but it's available to them if they so you know need it I have friends and family members who have come to me and asked for readings which is just it's fun it's like something that I feel is just a beautiful gift that I can share with people because the more that I've learned the deck, the more my intuition shines through, the more my instinct comes into play, the more I hear that voice inside of me that says, you need to tell her this or you need to tell her no. And the more I become a channel and it's something that I know through a lot of very detailed experiences and things that is a part of what I was put on this planet to do is to be able to guide in a really deep deep way um, through my own experiences and through my own healing, but also through hearing what I'm supposed to hear and being able to present it in a way that's not negative or pushy, you know, in a way that allows people to um, make decisions for themselves, hold themselves accountable, be real, be honest, that sort of stuff. Um, It's definitely part of why I went through what I went through in Iowa um, specifically. I needed that experience to break through a lot of shit um, in order to get to a place where control was no longer a thing and peace actually existed and all of these different beautiful things that I've created over the past year. And so, yeah, it's just been really a beautiful experience for me um, to learn the ins and outs and to also just see my skill set with it shift and me be able to really tune into my intuition. Um, And I've met some really cool people along the way who do really great and beautiful readings um, just through chance, of course, not by chance. They were brought, we were brought into each other's paths for a reason. But I just think that a lot of people misunderstand what tarot is, which is kind of why I wanted to record this podcast and just tell a little bit about my experience, my interpretation and my intention behind it and how that could be your intention too. Like I use um, goddess cards and angel oracle cards a lot. I have for years and it's like, it's so beautiful and the angels are angels that you read about in the Bible and that you're taught about in Bible school, you know, like this isn't, they're not, none of this is separate. It's all very connected in my opinion, in a very beautiful way. And it's just a matter of using tools and having that connection if, if you so desire to have it. Um, so am I going to say that every tarot card reader is going to give you the same experience that I have had with the ones that I know? Probably not. But is that a possibility? Absolutely. You just need to be open-minded and also know that things are not certain always. It's just a guiding point and information that's supposed to be coming through. Um, So if you're not ready to have a level of honesty with, you know, with yourself, then most likely you're not going to get responses or information um, all the time. So anyway, I hope that this is interesting to you guys, at least. I always have found it really interesting. I've had some really, really amazing sessions where things have come through about past lives and about like Tony and I being connected for lifetimes, about me and 
um, the guy in Iowa, like having karmic debt with each other that had to be played out. Um, and just things that the person reading for me could have never actually known um, unless they were in my head feeling my feelings. So it was really, really cool experiences that have, you know, strengthened my trust in the process and in the ability to hear this stuff, you know. Um, And so it's just something that I really enjoy. And I think that we all owe it to ourselves to find a creative outlet or something that you can plug into that really makes you happy. Um, And maybe you find like five different things like that that make you happy. Um, You know, to each their own. No one should tell you you can only have one hobby or one interest or one tool for that matter that you find to be interesting or one level of spirituality. Like there's anyone who's telling you that you can only have one thing or you should only do this one thing that way, like that tells you a lot about their level of self-acceptance and their level of self-confidence because in true love and compassion, you don't tell people what they should and shouldn't have or do or believe or want or say. You honor them and you allow them to be where they are and meet you where they can and you offer guidance if they ask for it and you do it in a compassionate way. Um, Anyways, it's been a really great experience for me. And uh, like I said, I hope this is interesting at all, to say the least, to you guys. Um, So that's just a little storytelling and a little fun episode that I hope that you guys enjoyed. I love your feedback. Um, If this is something that you want want me to talk more about, like my spirituality and that side of my world and how I um, kind of interpret all of these different things. I would love to talk about it. It's something that I spend a lot of time cultivating and and really getting clear on before I ever do speak about anything. Like that's something about me is I don't speak out about things that I haven't spent time with digesting and learning and experiencing and understanding my own feelings and thoughts behind them before I talk about them. Yeah, I would love to know if, if you guys enjoyed this. Please shoot me a message. Let me know. Leave us a review if you feel so inclined and share this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Until next time, y'all have a good day.